Did you know that Chof of, the date of the Rebbe's father's Yerzeit, is also a date that was special to a family back in the time of the Beis Hamikdash because that's when they were permitted to donate their own wood to the Mizbeach, to the altar. The Rebbe is going to analyze why it is that if that date coincided with the Shabbos, they would dafka postpone their donation and not bring it forward. The Rebbe has previously discussed that the date of the 20th of Av has just enough when the Tez Manim <clears throat> it's one of the nine times of the year where there were donations of wood that came from the Kohanim, from the people. What does that mean? The Gemara tells us that what happened was when Yidin came back from the Babylonian exile and they wanted to reinstate the Beis HaMikdash, they found that the chamber that normally would carry wood that could be used for the Mizbech was empty. And therefore, there were a number of families who came forward and of their own volition decided to donate wood that could be used on the Mizbeach and they were rewarded for that. They instituted that they would each have, each of those families who came forward to donate to the Mizbeach, they would then have a special date on the calendar annually and they could again repeat the same thing and bring wood to be used on the Mizbeach. And this would apply even if there was a surplus of wood to be used on the Mizbeach. These families were awarded with the opportunity to bring their own wood to contribute. And their tog is by Zegivan Ayyamtiv. You can imagine for each of those families that was a great festive day for them. It was a personal Yamtiv. In fact, they as a family would bring a special carbon which came to be known as the wood carbon in honor and gratitude for the fact that they could bring the wood to the Mizbeach. Now, now, if one of those dates, for example, the one we're going to talk about, the 20th of Av is Cholba Shabbos, coincided with Shabbos, and then, obviously, Shabbos, you're not allowed to bring a personal sacrifice, so they couldn't have brought their family's so-called wood sacrifice, while there's Nitech Shabbos, doesn't have the rights to override, uh, override Shabbos. The Mishnah tells us, as me, Achim the Mishnah in Tainus tells us that they would then have to delay the carbon to the next day, they could not do it prior to Shabbos. That's not the only case of something that gets postponed. There are others as well with the Mishnah as the Mishnah there mentions Tisha B'Av, that if Tisha B'Av coincides with the Shabbos, we postpone the fast to Sunday. We don't bring it forward to Friday. Chagiga, the same with the Chagiga offering. Vahakel, if Hakel coincided with the Shabbos, it would happen the next day. Okay, these actually make sense. We get it. But again, the letter is the Fallen in the Gemara is the Gemara Masber. So the Gemara explains with the other cases that are listed where you would postpone something to after Shabbos. So the Gemara explains why we delay and don't bring the particular occasion or celebration or activity forward. And it says as follows. Tisha B'Av, the motivation is we don't want to bring anything of misfortune earlier than it needs to be. We postpone. Why? Because by the time Friday comes around, the obligation to bring the Karben Chagiga or to bring the Hakel offering hasn't yet happened. And so therefore, there's no reason to... Uh, there's no possibility to allow them to do this particular thing at this particular time because it's not yet uh, an obligation or responsibility. Whereas why they had to delay bringing their carbon on behalf of the wood that they contributed to the Mizbeach, the Gemara does not tell us why they had to specifically delay it and they couldn't bring it earlier. 
So gefinden wir in dem Aschinoi, weil ich eher astire zwischen Pirschashi der Shas und Pirschashi der Rif. So the Rashi, the Rashi comments on this. When he comments on the Gemara, he says one thing. When he comments on the Rif's summary of the Gemara, he says something else. And it actually appears like he says two contradictory insights. Because in Gemara is Rashi Meforish. When Rashi is commenting on the Gemara as to why it is that they would delay the carbon, he says, same reason as Hakel and Chagiga. Because on Friday there is not yet the responsibility, the obligation to bring their carbon because they haven't yet given the wood or their wood hasn't yet been used. And therefore, if they would do it earlier, they actually wouldn't fulfill the obligation of what this carbon is set out to achieve. And the same thing, it's an interesting insight that Rashi. She says would be the, the dedication of wood if a person took an oath similar to what this family did. This family promised that they were going to bring this wood now on an annual basis. They were given the rights to do so, but they kind of promised, they took a nadir that they would do so. And so the nadir isn't yet applicable on Erev Shabbos because their date is actually the next day of Shabbos, so there's no value in bringing their carbon in advance. So therefore, Rashi is telling us that the reason you delay the carbon the so-called korban eitzim is for the same reason you would delay Chagiga or hakel because it's not yet time to fulfill this obligation. That's Rashi on the Gemara. Here is Rashi the Rif state, but it gives a completely different explanation when he comments on the Rif. As me'achin adachar Shabbos, he says, why did they delay their korban until after Shabbos? Because Friday still belongs to the celebration of whichever family brought the wood that day. Actually, therefore says, the new group, the people who the family who bring their wood and therefore their korban on Shabbos, on the 20th of, of Av, they don't want to bring their korban earlier because they don't want to step on the toes of the family who's already celebrating their contribution of wood the day before. And therefore, it's logical the Gemara doesn't actually have to tell us a reason why they delay till the next day bringing the carbon and bringing the wood. Because it's actually self-explanatory. Give everybody their due space. Don't bring your thing earlier to detract from their celebration. Now, if you go with that thinking, how Rashi explains uh, or comments on the Rif's explanation, let's assume that the family who brought their, their wood and their carbon ate them the, the previous day, let's say it wouldn't have bothered them to have somebody else contribute on the same day, well, then everything should have been fine, right? Then theoretically, you should be able to now bring your carbon even before Shabbos comes in, even though it's not yet technically the time when you're obligated to bring it, well, according to this explanation of Rashi, that's not the biggest issue. The biggest issue is that you don't detract from the other people's celebration and they don't seem to mind. So, the so these, the, the difference in which particular view of Rashi we go with, whether the consideration over here to delay their contribution is because it's not yet an obligation, responsibility for them, that is a debate which is applies in other areas too. And we'll look at one specific area, very interesting case around tzedakah. Can I, as the agent representing a tzedakah fund, lend the tzedakah fund money to distribute to somebody who needs it because I have a pledge coming in. In other words, when that pledge comes in, I've now advanced the money to the recipient. 
is the person fulfilling their pledge? So in Yerushalmi, this is a debate between Amiraim quoted in the Talmud Yerushalmi. If it's Gabay Tzedakah, not only can, but in this case we're actually going to say is required. So here's the person who is the representative of the Tzedakah. There is no cash in the fund at the moment, but there is a recipient who needs the money. Is it the responsibility of the Gabay Tzedakah to borrow in order to, to, to supplement the fund to help this person? And then what will he do afterwards? Then when money does come into the fund, he can then be compensated for what he laid out. So there's a debate whether or not you're allowed to do that. So the Rogachava says, as the time from the Mandomer, there's an opinion that says, don't do it. Don't borrow the money. Uh, sorry, don't lend the money to the Tzedakah. Or don't borrow money in order to advance to the recipient. That is Fabundin Mitem Pirshashi Lashas Hanal says the Rogachava that is uh, related to, and it's on, along similar lines to what Rashi uh, mentioned over here about the Gemara. For Mezetas HaOimashi, Avi Korban is Manploni, Im Hevi Koidem Lo Yotza, says the Rogachava. Let's say that a person says, I'm going to bring a Korban on such and such a date. If that person brings the Korban before such and such a date, well, then they actually haven't fulfilled their obligation. And he's going to say a similar thing happens over here with the Tzedakah. Let's understand what it is. According to the view that says, no, the person responsible for the Tzedakah should not be borrowing or funneling money into the fund because there's nothing available. Because we won't then be allowed to use money that comes in later to repay debt that was created now. Why not? So let's say there's a donor. The donor says, I'm going to give money on a particular date. So I've got a, a debit order that goes of a, a recurring payment that goes of every single month on whatever date it is of the month. So in that donor's mind, his pledge, his nadir is relevant on that particular date. You've now dispensed the tzedakah before that date. The, your tzedakah has nothing to do with his pledge. You have already executed the tzedakah before the date that his pledge comes into play. So now the man is actually not giving tzedakah. He made a pledge that he's going to give tzedakah on date X. On date X, he's no longer giving tzedakah. He's repaying a loan. So you have undermined by advancing this money to the recipient, you've undermined the opportunity for that donor to fulfill his pledge and his promise that he's going to donate on date X. He's not donating on date X. And if you go with that thinking, which is the Rogachava linking Rashi's interpretation of the Shas, in other words, why do you delay uh, bringing the Korban Ha'etzim? Because it wasn't yet the time of the Chiyuv. Likewise, the type excuse me, the time of the Chiyuv to give tzedakah hasn't yet happened, so you can't advance the money on behalf of the donor. What would happen if we look through the lens of Rashi's view on the Rif? As the Pirashashi the Rif, as Where Rashi says, the only reason you don't bring your Korban Eitzim on Friday is because you don't want to step on the toes of the previous family who is busy celebrating their annual contribution to the, to the Beis Amigdash. Vatmen so if not for the concerns of that family, 
technically by rights, you would be permitted to bring your Korban Eitzim a day earlier. Even though it's not yet the date that you have pledged annually to bring this particular offering. In other words, Rashi's view on the riff would say it's actually fine. You can advance money on behalf of the person who has donated for a particular date. Right? There'd be no reason to say you can't lend money to the fund or borrow money on behalf of the fund because you're going to undermine the donor. Well, it doesn't make a difference according to Rashi on the riff. The date is not actually the big factor. To understand this better and the two views, let's have a look. Let's have a look at something which is a little disturbing or difficult to understand in Rashi's commentary on the Rif, namely, says Rashi, what's the reason that the family whose normal date of contribution is now on a Shabbos, why we don't move it to a Friday? Says Rashi, that the issue is you're actually treading on the space, you're trespassing on a family who's actually bringing or in the middle of celebrating their contribution of the wood. Don't go into that space. The Lacha'ira is neat more, but that actually doesn't seem to make sense. Why is everything dependent on what the feelings are or the interests are of the earlier family, the family who contributed just before this family? How did this family get to be given chaf of as their day for contributing wood to the Mizbeach? The Beistin at the time of the returning exiles, which were also Nevi'im, they decided your reward for contributing wood when we needed it is that you can contribute wood annually and here's your allocated date. They gave them the date. And if, according to the logic of here's your reward and you can bring wood to the Mizbech on this date, if there's logic to say that you could also bring it a day earlier if you encounter a Shabbos, so, we don't have to consider the sentiment of the other family who might now feel a little bit compromised. Well, it wasn't about you. The based in decided this family brings on this date. This date is now a Shabbos. Give them the rights to bring it a day earlier. Unless, of course, we're missing something in terms of what's really the reason why they should de- delay bringing the uh, carbonates in. Well, the first thing we have to know is, as the Rebbe will regularly do, whenever we see two divergent opinions, we have to look for the thread that connects them. Rashi commenting on the Gemara and Rashi commenting on the Rif cannot be a contradiction. It's the same Rashi, the same scholar. It cannot be a contradiction. Now, in fact, to the country, actually, the one explanation complements the explanation of Ahaktim, as we'll explain now. The fact that there is now this responsibility annually on these particular families to contribute wood to the Mizbech, Bavos Koban eats him, as uh, not only do they give the wood, but they also bring the Korban that comes with it. That is because they have made a, a promise. They've made a, a, a neder. So because it is a neder, because it's a, a, a pledge that they had made, the key thing about a pledge is what goes through the mind of the person 
making the pledge when they make the pledge. Was bei Neder darf man sich rechnen, wie sie es gewinnen hat, da es hat Neder beschasset gemacht im Neder. We always have to analyze what was going through the mind of the person at the time that they committed to this particular Neder. So, these families brought wood to the Mizbech when there was a crisis. They were then offered by the Nevi'im and Beistin of the time to be able to bring wood as families on an annual basis, even if the wood wasn't technically required. And they then made a pledge that they were going to do this on an annual basis. Of above, because it's really common as out of the nine different times the Mishnah tells us exactly what those different times were which each family brought. It's quite likely that some of them are going to coincide with Shabbos. So they anticipated this when they committed themselves that every single year on this date they're going to bring their carbonos, uh, they're going to bring the, the carbon and then they're going to bring the other carbonos that go with it. So they knew that sometimes it's going to be Shabbos and they must have at that time decided, well, if it's a Shabbos, what are we going to do? Are we going to do it on a Friday or are we going to do it on a Sunday? On those is what the Pirshasha the Rif is most of beer in the Pirshasha the Shas. So it's because we know that there's that consideration already at the beginning of the process. When Rashi comments on the Rif, he gives us insight that he hadn't clarified necessarily when he commented on the Gemara. What Rashi said when he commented on the Gemara is the possibility that it's not yet the time when you're responsible to bring your annual pledge. It's not yet Shabbos. Or the date on your calendar when you're supposed to bring it. What Rashi is telling us is not that we just haven't hit the date yet. What Rashi is telling us is when the date coincides with Shabbos, then the responsibility to bring the wood and the accompanying carbonos isn't applicable until after Shabbos. Why not? Because we know the psychology of people is, if I'm having a celebration over the fact that I brought wood, I don't really want you interfering with my celebration. So the people were conscious of this when they made their annual pledge. The following family who has now made their pledge for an annual contribution, they already thought about this and they anticipated that any time that our date is going to fall on a Shabbos, we are not going to choose to reign on the parade of the other family who's before us and so we are always going to delay our carbon till after Shabbos. The Godel Hashalom Befrat Binyolom is for carbon because we can anticipate that the average person cares about keeping the peace, especially when it's issues related to the Beis Hamikdash generally and the Mizbeach specifically. Ve'adraba, in fact, to the contrary, because actually, if you think about it, without the consideration for the sentiment of the other family who's busy celebrating their contribution beforehand. Actually, is Mr. as das Were it not for the consideration of the other people and their sentiment, the most logical thing would have been to say, bring a carbon earlier, if you can, for two good reasons. Number one, while so, so Maktim saying the erev Shabbos, bring it on Friday. While Aleph mitzvah boliot chal tach mitzenol, the axiom of Judaism is the moment you have the opportunity to perform a mitzvah, do not delay it. Number two, base in tim tzaloim as nutzen zera itzen a carbon tzibur is given bismane besen beov chayotzibase. I feel a keshachal b'Shabbos. Let's assume that we could have actually taken their wood on a Shabbos. 
Kontois, as a melektop, them carbonates in biznoch Shabbos. Well, then, if you're choosing instead to delay your contribution of this wood until after Shabbos, then that would mean that they're ignoring their gratitude to Hashem for their opportunity, which is a unique opportunity. Only very few families have this opportunity to bring wood to the Mizbeach. So, logically, they would have wanted to do this ASAP. Why are they delaying it? Must be because of concern and sensitivity to the other family who just brought the wood before them that they should have a full undisturbed celebration. On their far is their fall a milse de pshito. That's why it's actually in this circumstance quite straightforward. As machim v'loy maktimin that you delay rather than preempt bringing the particular sacrifice. The Gemara Daf is going by voting can also see if the Gemara doesn't have, even have to explain it because it's so obvious. We want to keep the peace. We want to keep the community happy. We're obviously not going to step on their toes. Let's even assume that there's an unusual scenario where the previous family says, you know what, go ahead, we don't mind. It's okay, bring your korban on our day. It wouldn't make a difference because technically it's no longer the day that they are obligated to bring this carbon or eat him. Why not? Because right from the get-go they always decided that if it's going to be a Shabbos we are not going to interfere with their space and we are going to delay it. Therefore they had never pledged to bring wood prior to Shabbos even if the other family says go ahead. It makes no difference. Based on that, the Rebbe is going to take a different approach to the Raga Chavez. Unlike the Raga Chavez, the Rebbe says, this two, these two views of Rashi is not going to help us at all to resolve the question of whether the Gabbai Tzedakah is required or even permitted to lend money to the fund in order to help somebody who needs. Our situation about the people bringing their wood is unique. The reason we don't suggest that they bring the wood before Shabbos is because we know what's going on in their minds. And so right from the beginning when they pledged themselves to this annual contribution of wood, the, the circumstances, the condition was always, if it's Shabbos, we'll delay it. So therefore, coming from Danani Toplan and Gaban Anderfal, you cannot extrapolate from that scenario to any other scenario, because every other scenario will have different considerations. So the person who pledges a recurring donation doesn't take into consideration, well, maybe sometimes the fund's going to run dry before the people, uh, before my donation comes in. It doesn't enter his mind. And therefore, it doesn't really help us to decide based on that whether or not he can, um, he, he can fulfill his pledge by the Gabbai Tzedakah advancing the money on his behalf. Obviously, when the Rebbe said the Sikha, the Rebbe's father's Yorza was on Shabbos, and therefore the Rebbe relates it to customs that we have around Shabbos, particularly the custom to give Tzedakah for a Yorza. The minig is to give extra tzedakah on the day of a yorzeit. Parenthetically, the Rebbe says, Many communities have the custom to fast on a yorzeit. So if a person pledges, even if they don't say those words, I hereby pledge, but the fact that a person repeatedly gives tzedakah on a yorzeit or fasts repeatedly on a yorzeit, so that then becomes their nader, becomes their binding commitment. 
Was das doch erkennen, wenn so now you'd have the question, the yard side is on Shabbos, do we give the tzedakah on Friday, or do you wait till Shabbos is over and then you give the tzedakah? And the same would apply to the fast, the Rebbe is going to focus on the tzedakah. Based on the Rogachovas approach, which is that if a person has made a particular pledge, there is no value in fulfilling the pledge before the date when the pledge is due. If that's the case, you have a pledge annually to give stock on a Yorzad, and the Yorzad is a Shabbos, the pledge only falls due on a Shabbos, and therefore there's no value in giving it stock before Shabbos, you only give it after Shabbos. But, the Rebbe's approach is different to the Rogachava's approach. And the Rebbe illustrated to us that that all depends on what's in your head when you originally commit to this particular undertaking. Seeing as a person knows right at the outset that the Yorzat will coincide with Shabbos some of the years, it's much more likely that the psychology of the person who wants to give tzedakah on their parents or whoever's family members, Yorzai, their psychology is probably aligned with a perspective of Chazal, which is, as mitzvah that the moment you have the chance to do a mitzvah, don't postpone it. And therefore the practical thing to do would be to give tzedakah in lieu of a yorzat, the day before the yorzat, rather than delaying it till after the yorzat, so you get the opportunity as soon as possible, which is generally the attitude that we should have towards mitzvahs.